On this episode of the Preferable Podcast, Soraya Taylor and her mother stops by. Soraya talks about her experiences with being bullied and how she used the death of her father to inspire others. Devin Anderson stops by and tells about how he believes athletic programs in his community in North Carolina needs more support and how he and his friend created a scholarship fund to support athletes who are going to college, plus his demand to Vance County Schools. Plus, singer-songwriter Caleb Carroll stops by and talks about how loving Jesus can be cool. Caleb Carroll gives a performance of his song, Jesus in Me. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Preferable Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Preferable Podcast. This is season three episode two let the truth be told part one young people paving the way of course i am your host Jaden watkins and i'm so excited to jump into this episode please make sure you share this episode tell people to tune in tell your friends tell your loved ones tell your family tell your brother your sisters and your buddies to tune in to the preferable podcast Make sure you also tune in every week for a new episode. This is a show that you don't want to miss on today. I need your help. I need your help so I can continue doing the preferable podcast. I need your donations, your support financially. If you would like to donate to this podcast, you can donate through the ways that's on your screen or if you're listening you can donate through cash out which is dollar sign i am Jaden watkins that's i a m j a y d n w a t k i n s or you can donate through paypal which is w Jaden one that's w j a y d e n one thank you for your continued support and keeping this podcast going This episode is all about encouraging people to always tell the truth, to not be ashamed of the truth, be willing to recognize, hear, and accept the truth. Truth matters both to us as individuals and to society as a whole. As individuals, being truthful means that we can grow and mature, learning from our mistakes, For society, sometimes truthfulness makes social bonds break. So many times we don't want to tell the truth because sometimes the truth can hurt. Some people would rather lie to please a group of people. As a young person, I have heard so many people say snitches get stitches. Have y'all ever heard that? For those who do not know what that means, snitches get stitches means if I tell on you, I will get in trouble with the one I told on. For example, if I see a person, uh, maybe a student, a classmate, write on a desk, and then the teacher comes up and asks me who wrote on the desk. And if I tell who wrote on the desk, then the person I told on will call me a snitch. Snitches get stitches is a phrase used by urban communities that was intended to keep the police out of neighborhood business. 
The phrase reminds those seeking the help of police that their tattling will result in a severe beating. Unfortunately, this phrase has become a large reason why urban communities, excuse me, urban communities remain riddled with violence and poverty. So many times people don't tell the truth because they don't either want to bring up the past or scare someone would do something harmful toward them if they tell the truth. If you tell the truth, it becomes a part of your past. If you lie, it becomes a part of your future. Let the truth be the truth and let a lie be a lie. In this episode, me and some other guests will talk about issues that we don't really talk about but need to talk about. The challenges that everyday people face. Some things that we as a society need to fix to build a better future. This is season three episode two of the preferable podcast let the truth be told part one young people paving the way my first guest today soraya taylor is nine years old she loves jesus she attends Daphne Elementary School in Henderson, North Carolina. She loves to dance and listen to music. Soraya is an example for the young and the old who are trying to be respectful and live for Christ. Please welcome to the Preferable Podcast, Miss Soraya Taylor. Hi, Soraya. How are you doing on today? I'm doing good. That's good. Now, tell us. What inspired you to come on the Preferable Podcast? What is what inspired me was to get out of my comfort zone and to meet other people that got the same, I guess, like lifestyle as me. Yes, that's wonderful. You wanted to come on and be bold and be brave and that's a good way to be to be bold be brave so i want to tell somebody out there if you have something you want to do a goal a dream you may be a little nervous you may be a little scared but let me tell you something go do it before it's too late <laughs> all right so ryan now to start off i'm gonna play a little game with you okay now okay. I know you look shy and look quiet, but this game is moving quickly. This game, you have to answer as many questions as you can in 30 seconds. All right. So, for example, I may say, um, feel and it's not really a right or wrong answer with some of the questions, but I may ask you to feel in the last word of this sentence. I may say, God is, then I point to you, and you may say, love you get it yes all right so we're we going we're going to try this it's just a little game just a little game y'all y'all pray for uh us and these these games y'all know i'm really careful no games <laughs> all right 30 seconds on the clock starting now who is the first black african-american president barack obama yes in the beginning of the Bible, the first man and woman was Adam and 
Eve, your mom's favorite color is red. Your favorite food is pizza. Ten times ten equals one hundred. I can do all things through Christ. Yes, wonderful. Now you, I mean, we do. We did six. That was best than some of the Dustin did on this podcast. Ain't that something? <laughs> all right. Well, after we, since we got that little game out the way, let's shift into a more serious uh, topic. Now, why is it so important that people tell the truth and not lie? So you won't get in trouble. So you would say, go ahead. And that people can trust you. Mm, That's good. So one, you don't want to get in trouble with your mama. Two, two, you just want to be trustworthy. Because so many people out there, they don't have people trust. Even adults, they lie and they're not trustworthy. For example, if you may tell one of your, I don't know, best friends, for example, something, and you don't want nobody else to know, if they tell some somebody else, is they trustworthy? No. That dog ain't trustworthy, so that means don't tell them again. <laughs> All right. So tell me a time when you were bullied. I was bullied by a male art teacher. And how did that make you feel? It made me feel embarrassed and sad. What did they say particularly that made you feel like you were being bullied? Um, They said, this is what not to do. Tell me more about the story of what happened. Like, you was in art class, and what happened? I was in art class, and we was doing, like, Easter painting and I messed up and he showed the whole entire class what you're not supposed to do instead of helping me um, like helping me in the spots where I needed help and where I messed up. Did that make you feel embarrassed? Yes. Do you want other people to feel that way? No. I'm reminded of what um, a quote or something was, and it was says, treat people the way that you want to be treated. What advice or words of encouragement would you like to give to another person out there, maybe young or old, who is being bullied? And what just what motivation would you like to give to them? I would say don't believe what they say. Believe in yourself and stay away from them. To believe in yourself, not to believe that lie that they told you. You have to speak like I am the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I'm the lender and not the borrower. That's wonderful, Soraya, that you gave that encouragement to tell people that just because they said that about you, don't make it true. Say, I can embrace my beauty. I can embrace who I am, my personality. So that's 
Wonderful. Now I'm gonna ask if your mom, Miss Whitley, can step in. Hi, Miss Whitley. How are you doing today? Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. Now, Soraya, I know in our previous conversation, you told me that your dad had passed away last year due to a health condition. Soraya, how did that make you feel? It made me feel sad. Do you miss him? Yes. Miss Whitley, I know, well, I'm pretty sure there have maybe been some challenges that you have had to face as being a single parent, maybe mentally or even financially. What gives you hope for tomorrow? What kept you going after he passed? Um, with that situation, it did put a toll on me um, mentally, physically, emotionally. But at the end of the day, I had to strive to still be that strong person for Soraya and her brother. Um, it's not an easy task because it's nothing that they will get over in a day, in a week, in a month, but with God, with the support and just overall family support in general, um, it has been a, a toll that we still have to move forward and just know that their angel is here watching over and helping them throughout the rest of their lives. Wow, that's a great response. And I can see here that you have been a great mother to Soraya and her brother. There may be another single parent out there who is struggling a little bit to keep things going and be the, uh, the example for their children. What advice would you want to send to them today? Um, the only advice that I can give is to, one, know God for yourself. And two, when you're feeling like there is nobody there to help you, just turn to God or that one individual that you can trust that will be there for you. Um, even if you have to just in that moment, go and sit with your children and just hug them and just talk about the good moments of what you've been through um, in that process. But overall, my advice would be to just turn to God and strive to find that one person that you can call on in the time where you would need him for that support. Wonderful. Soraya, what advice or words of encouragement would you like to give to other little girls who dad has passed away? Advice that I would give them is to think of all the good moments that they had with their loved ones and never think of the bad moments. Wow, to think of the good moments. That's, it sounds so simple, but like when it's time to do it, it becomes so hard and difficult sometimes. But just to think about those happy moments, those moments that bring peace, those moments that bring joy, those moments. It, sometimes um, we look at suffering as being something bad, something negative, a dark moment, but we have to start looking at the positives in every 
bad, good situation. Because even though it may not be a good situation, even though it may cause pain, you can also learn a lesson from it. You can encourage someone else from it. You can give your testimony to someone who may be going through it when they go through it. And you can testify and say, I made it through. And we know that we would have never made it if it had not been for Jesus on our side. So to just think about those good moments, I'm, th I'm reminded of an author that said, unlocking happy moments. Now, when you start to think over and you start to be like, wow, I made it, <laughs> you can say it had not been for God on my side, where would I be? Thank you, Soraya and Miss Whitley for coming on today on the Preferable Podcast. We will be right back. We are going to take a short commercial break. Later on in the episode, you will hear from another young person who is paving the way in an exclusive performance right here on the Preferable Podcast. Stay tuned. My book is entitled Higher Heights, The Past is Behind Me and the Future is Before Me. What inspired me to write my book? It was not actually a book at first, it was actually encouraging notes to myself. Then when I look back over some of the things that I had wrote down, I was like, this could possibly help someone else. And that's when I decided that I wanted to get my book published. It took about two years to get the book out there. I know that may seem like a long time to some of you all, but some things takes time and a process. And if you want things to grow and be good and be impactful, sometimes you have to wait and be patient within the process. What I want readers to take away from my book is that no matter what you did in the past, God can forgive you and you can move on to higher heights. You can go purchase my book today on Amazon.com. We are back right here on the Preferable Podcast. Of course, again, I am your host, Jaden Watkins. Don't forget to share this podcast. Tell people to tune in. My next guest is 25 years old. He attended UNC and Hampton University. He inspires people to take care of their physical health, inspires people to reach their goals academically by rewarding them with scholarships or just a talk while he cuts their hair. I introduce to some and present to others my next guest, Mr. Devin Anderson. Hi, Devin. How are you doing on today? Doing great. Doing great. I'm a little tired. I'm holding up. I'm holding up. Yes, just holding up. Just keep moving forward. That's all we can really do at this point. Yeah. Now, what inspired you to come on today? Um, a couple of things. Uh, one, um, I've always wanted to actually do a podcast. I've never done one. So this is my first. So you gave me the opportunity to do my first podcast. So I appreciate you for that. Thank you so much. Um, two, uh, I'm always open to just, you know, talk about just about anything. Um, pretty open guy, broad guy, um, just anything, anything. So I'm ready. Wonderful, wonderful. <clears throat> Why is it, well, my first question, let's dive more deep into this interview. So 
of course, the theme is let the truth be told, not telling lies, telling the truth, even though the truth can sometimes hurt. Why is it so important that people tell the truth and not lie? I would say that because the truth sometimes, well, in my opinion, put it this way, my opinion, speaking of myself, it somewhat sets you free. So therefore, you don't have any self guilt towards yourself. So even when, you know, others, you know, may lie here, lie there, you still have to go to sleep and still look yourself in the mirror and understand. I just told this man a lie, this woman a lie. And you have to sleep with that. And sometimes it'll kind of eat you up. So I always felt it's important to tell the truth because you just overall just feel better. Throughout the day, you'll sleep better. It's not going to weigh in on your conscience. And you're not going to have this thing beating you in the head, thinking all night, what if he or she finds out about it? And it just saves you more time. So you ain't got to keep making extra lies and extra lies upon, you know, at one another. Hmm. Interesting. The truth, don't you think the truth can sometimes hurt? It can, um, but I would say I'd rather tell the, I'd rather tell the truth than tell a lie. If you have to lie, just don't say anything at all. My opinion, because um, the lie can hurt too. Because it'll hurt worse once you find out somebody lied to you, versus just flat out hearing the truth straight up. Because in that, in that sense, I feel like if a person lies to you, that means they don't really have much respect. So the respect level there is a little bit more. It up and down versus if somebody does come out and tell the truth it's like okay you respect me as a man or a woman such and such to come to me face to face or over the phone and tell me flat out what happened versus disrespecting me like i'm dumb or whatever and telling me a bold-faced lie so let's use this for example maybe you have a friend maybe um there's something going on and your friend is tells you a lie instead of telling you a truth maybe just just for example maybe if you have um, a girlfriend they may be cheating on you and your friend knows but they lie to you is that a true friend and are they trustworthy no because if they lie to you that mean i wouldn't say they was hiding something but you know how people always say they I didn't want to tell you the truth because I didn't want to hurt your feelings. But then again, the truth always comes to light. So eventually it's going to come to light. And that's going to hurt worse when I do find out you knew and you didn't tell me versus flat out telling me the truth. And in that way, it just depends on the individual, him or herself. They get offended by the truth. Like you said, the truth hurts and people may think, oh, that's a lie. And you may be telling them the truth and they may think you're jealous of them or such and such because they don't want to believe it themselves. And that's up to that individual if they don't want to believe it. So even if you do tell the truth and they get offended somewhat, they have to go to sleep and look themselves in the mirror and understand, you know, the truth is the truth, even if I don't want to believe it. And you got to kind of end up falling towards it. Hmm. Well, let's get more on some happy things. You are a young man on a mission. Tell us about the scholarship oh, yeah. program that you and you said one of your friends founded and what started that scholarship program? So uh, we have a business called Second Gear Fitness. Uh, my friend and I, Vincent Raglan, um, Vincent went to ECU with me as well. Uh, well, started this way. We went to Eaton Johnson together, uh, went to Northern Vance together, ran track together. Um, always been buddies working out, been tight, that's my brother. Went to ECU, um, I went to East Carolina to play football 
he first went to Wilmington and then transferred to ECU my freshman year when I got there. Um, and he ran track. So we both played football and ran track at ECU. Graduated together, scenery, um, health, fitness, kinesiology. Uh, came back home. Um, I, I was in here and Vince was training. And um, we always wanted to give back. Really inspired by Vincent's dad, uh, Vincent Raglan Sr. Um, you may know him. He really inspired us a lot because Mr. Raglan always gives back in Henderson. If you see him sometimes in Henderson, he's cooking food, giving food away to everybody, uh, to people all through Henderson all the time. So he kind of inspired us to kind of push ourselves and give back. And by me and Vincent being models within the city, uh, being athletes and going to school and graduating, we felt, okay, we can do the same. Um, we're not cooks like him, but we can do something to help. But we already had second gear fitness. Vincent had that for people. So uh, we noted towards the scholarship and the scholarship is why fitness matters. Um, and again, we have a fitness degree, so we always want to promote uh, healthy lifestyles and fitness. So we came up with why fitness matters. And uh, this is our third year doing this. Um, so we did 2021 and 22. Um, so in a 2022 standpoint, everything is media driven, media driven. These other schools got so much, I to other schools, but different counties here and there, they got their support. They got those finances to kind of, you know, produce these kids to get them to where they want to be. Because to kind of be what you want and be the best, you got to kind of have those different things to kind of help you out to get where you want. Because it's kind of hard to get somewhere with nothing where you don't know where to start, no help. And, you know, like I said, you can't blame that solely on a coach or whoever for that sport. That's the higher up because they got to, kind of put those people in positions to give them what they need to give those students and those athletes what they need. So as a student and athlete, you need to be pushed, um, especially young kids, because they may have a child on the team or whatever. They probably don't come from nothing. Um, it's a lot of students like that, especially, you know, around this area, Vans, Warren, Franklin, and Granville, and even other, you know, counties and cities, a lot of kids at these public schools don't come from much. And they may not have that support at home. So somebody has to give it to them, whether if it's a teacher, coach, or higher up in the school system. Hmm. We need more people to think about those things, but not only think about it, but actually do things that changes the community, makes it better. Um, Because so many people say, I want to do this. We need to get this done, but they don't actually go out and the seniors uh how has it impacted their career well high school career um especially missing out what 11th grade um which is very big and your junior year is a big year um for kids in high school uh because that's where you kind of settle in getting your sats and act is getting your grades right and knickknacking everything before senior year so just wanted to just hear some um answers from students in vance warren and franklin and Granville County. So four counties of seniors, um, 2.8 GPA or higher, 500 to 750-word essay, how COVID-19 impacted your high school career. So just want to just, you know, get some insight because um, I did all four years of my uh, high school and it wasn't COVID at the time. So I can't relate to them or understand like you felt this type of way or whatever. Learning was hard for you. This subject was tough. Passing this class was tough. So I don't know. So I want to hear from kids from my area, because I'm from Henderson, and Vance, Warren, Granville, and Franklin is all close. So I just want to see what they think and how they felt about this past school year being at home, doing school for the whole year. So 
and also uh just want to you know just to give back um thousand dollar scholarship you know uh free money come take it and like i said 500 word essay nothing hard and we looking for you know english teacher grammar uh paragraphs here some thought uh, opinions and answers on how you felt that is wonderful supporting the youth supporting young people why is it so important let's why is it so important that coaches and the athletes are supported mentally by and financially that was and is still low income with high crime rates and filled with people who do not want the truth to be told and those who don't do want the truth to be told or do want a change does not actually change because of different reasons what I mean by that is there are so many family problems that were never solved, people who buried the past, and is it, it is causing them hurt because they never healed from it. And sometimes they don't talk about it because they don't want to bring it back up. If the adults won't train up my generation so that we can train up the next generation, where is the hope? Where is the possibility of greater dimensions good question um the hope is actually going to come from well i wouldn't say your generation but my generation um i can't say i wasn't brought up well i mean i was because i had great parents um i can't say everybody my age had great parents but um the people that were brought up well have to train the others that weren't brought up well and the next generation and so forth so you can't expect everybody to just be putting in effort to everyone else coming up. The ones that do know better, we have to show the ones that don't know better so they can pass it down to the others and more and more. So it has to kind of be a domino effect because everybody isn't going to be blessed with the knowledge or the parents or whatever um, to get those different, you know, different knowledge or whatever for different things. So we got to kind of pass it on to one another, even if it's my peers or the same age. And you may see some people the same age as me. If I was to tell them one thing, they may get offended because it's like, hey, man, man, you're the same age, went to the same school together. And you can't really end up telling me no better. And you're not better than me. And it's not that I'm better than you. It's just I may be more informed than you on a certain topic or certain subject or how to handle a certain situation. And therefore, you may lack some of those. So I may have to kind of just give you an edge. It's not me beating you down or saying I'm better. It's just we're just helping one another. And that's a thing I feel like a lot of people have problem with it is they don't know how to take not so much criticism but advice and help they kind of get offended from advice and help it kind of offends them to a point of you think i'm dumb or you think i'm stupid no it's not that it's just i want to help you so what advice would you give to other young dads out there you're only 25 you're still learning <laughs> and you have yeah. had examples and for those who may not have had that example or have that example, what advice would you give to other dads out there? I would say um, don't give up. Um, I had my daughter at 20. It was hard, man. I was in college playing football. Um, it was hard, and I would just say don't give up. I know at first, when you first have a child with a woman or whoever, uh, it's pretty tough. Uh, it may seem smooth at first, and they get a little rocky because – one thing you got to realize when you have a child with a person you have to always deal with them two 
whoever you have it by, and you guys are going to be totally different because you was brought up through different areas, through different parents. You was raised differently. Um, so you also got to have to agree with your lady or your man to understand, okay, we have to raise our child this way or that way. And you have to come to an agreement because if you're both bumping heads, you're not going to never be on the same page. It's going to be hard raising a child. You're going to be mad. She's going to be mad. So it's really just about an agreement and staying in it for the long run. And if it's bad and toxic, no. But if it can be worked out, work it out. And I look at that from people that's older than us, you know, like our grandparents. They was married 50 years, such and such years, seven kids, eight kids. And you can't tell me they didn't have problems. Everybody has problems. Humans haven't changed from the 1950s, 60s, 70s to 2022. We're still the same human. We still got the same blood. It's the mindset that we have. And social media has put this tack on our mind. If you're not happy at the moment, just leave. That's so false, man, because... Like I said, everybody isn't happy every day with their partner or spouse or whatever. You have to work through it. Just like even friends, you may have a best friend and you guys aren't cool every day. And you aren't agreeing on the same topic every day. But the next day, y'all going to text each other. What's up, bro? What's up, sis? What you doing? The same thing with a woman or a man, with your spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, whoever. You have to be on that same page. You may not always agree, but stay in it for the long run. Work it out. Talk it out. Communicate. Um, be there for your child. Uh, give your child what you didn't have, and what you know you want them to have better than what you had. And being young is tough because you're still trying to learn yourself. I was still learning myself, figuring out who I am while I'm trying to raise somebody else who don't even know who life is yet. So you got to kind of take advice from other people that have been through those shoes and listen to them, take heed of what they're saying because they've been there before, so they can kind of explain it to you. So main thing I say is stay in it talk it out don't be so quick to give up that's why a whole lot of parents and uh kids is well a whole lot of kids got single moms and single dads but not saying every parent but people are just so quick to just throw in the towel and um you just can't do that man just can't throw in the towel like i said it's hard being with somebody it's hard being married hard raising a child but if you stick together and working out and talk it out everything will be smooth wonderful great advice to those of you out there <clears throat> now uh now i'm gonna give the floor to you say whatever else that you want to say and whatever else is on your heart um main thing i'll say is uh reiterating back to what you were saying about in vance county and athletes and uh the higher up pushing the kids um speaking on my county per se um i think my county needs to do better um, like I said, I was an athlete in Vance, and I know it's tough. Uh, it's a lot of kids that may want to play sports that got ambitious to do this. And I'm not sitting here trying to say sports is everything because it's not, honestly. Um, and I didn't actually realize that till about 2017. I realized, well, 2017, 18, I realized sports is not everything. Um, I played football my whole life growing up, went to college. This is banking on football, banking on football. And wasn't realizing so much of the life out there. You can always make more money when you get older. You don't need to be a pro football player making a $40 million contract. It's other ways to go out there and do what you want in life and get what you want out of life and still be happy. You just have to pay attention and see it. And But for those who do want their lifestyle and do want to play sports in college or the next level, these people in the school system have to help them. Right now, Vance County had a great football season. Oh, I wanted to say... Your dad was my coach in high school. So that's my man. Coach Watkins is my man. He was my coach my 11th and 12th grade year. 
Um, he helped me go to ECU, so he's a good man. So I wanted to end up piggybacking on that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he walked my guy. But yeah, these uh, the higher up in the school board in Vance County, I feel like they do a piss poor job. Honestly, um, can they do better? Yes. Um, we had two high schools in Vance County, Northern Vance and Southern. The complaint was we don't have enough money for this and yada yada yada. So you merge the schools together. And it's still a financial issue. That's a issue itself. Speaking. The merger schools to cancel out a financial issue. And when the schools emerge, you still have an issue. That's two issues right there. <laughs> That's two issues. And can that be solved? Yes, it can. And that doesn't start with the coach advanced county. That doesn't start with the principal. That starts with the head advanced county school boards at central office. That's who that starts with. And um I just don't feel like they're really pushing enough. Uh, I don't know if they don't think kids aren't worthy enough to play or, or these kids in the street. So we're not going to give out this much because they don't want to play because they want to be thugs. They want to be thugs for a reason. One, you're not giving them nothing to not want to be thugs. All it is is just thug stuff. So you have to give them something else to see because if they don't see it, they don't know. You're not going to know nothing if you don't see it. Just like traveling. If you don't travel, you're not going to know what's out there. Um, today, I had a race in Virginia. I did not know the mountains of Virginia was that pretty. Virginia is beautiful, but I didn't know at the time. So I was like, ain't nothing wrong with no VA. But I went to the mountains today and it was a beautiful spot. And I seen it today. So it opened my eyes, opened my horizons. And I know Virginia is a nice spot. Same way with uh, kids in school. If you don't give them nothing to see what they can do, they're not going to end up producing. And like I said, Vance County have all these athletes and we're no different from the kids in Durham County. We're no different from kids in Wake County. We're no different from kids in Mecklenburg, which is Charlotte. We're no different from none of these kids from any other states. We're all teenagers looking at the same stuff on YouTube, the same stuff on Instagram. Nothing is different from us. It's just what we're given we have to work with. The same with your dad. Coach Watkins was a great coach. Uh, we didn't have the best career in high school, but we was given what we was given. Was it on him? No. Your dad worked with what he could work with and what he had to work with. If he gotten more stuff and more support from the school board and the AD and principal and uh, whoever else that's over top of the school board in central office, it could have been way better. But he did the best that he could with what he had. And a lot of people don't understand that people in the community are so quick to talk. Oh, Vance was sucking and, you know, y'all, it wasn't that. You don't understand. It goes way deeper than that. Vance County last year, you're um, – your, what is it, nephew, cousin, uh, Nas. He was on the team. They went to the playoffs. They went to, like, second round. They had a great season, a great season, and they had more stuff than what we had, but they had a great season. They had great coaches, great athletes, and I feel like if the school will, or the county would give them just a little bit more edge, a little bit more finances to get, you know, this weight room right, get this transportation right, get, you know, feeding them right, all these other little things, they can go higher and higher and higher and be better and better. And these kids can go to school. They can get these scholarships. They can go D1. They can go D2. They can do whatever they want, whatever they want. Like I said, there's no, there's no need for these kids in these other schools signing these big big scholarships. Advanced County signing a kid every other four years. My opinion, that's embarrassing. Flat out embarrassing. Advanced County should be embarrassed to even know we're not signing no kids. No way Durham should be signing this many kids. Advanced County ain't signing nobody. That's sad, man. It's sad. So I think the higher up got to kind of let these coaches kind of 
do a little more than what they're allowing them to do. Because the coaches can only do what they're allowed to do. So it really needs to start with the higher up inside the county. And I feel like once that get that edge and that nudge to kind of push them, then everything will be smooth sailing. And this has been going on for years, even back when I was in high school. My mom was head of the Booster Club, and she was trying to get more into the program, trying to give the county to give more to Northern Vans and more to Southern Vans. And they wasn't budgeting. I graduated in 2014. It's 2022. It's almost 10 years, and I'm pretty sure that was going on before I even got to Northern Vans. So this isn't no recent thing. This is a reoccurring thing for, like I said, over a decade, if not longer. Wow. He led the truth. Yeah. That's the whole yes, part of this episode. It's for us to talk about those needed to talk about topics and those people, school leaders, county leaders. Maybe you're outside of North Carolina. If you see problems that's going on in the community, let other people, everyday people, let them speak up. Let them act like hold a meeting where you have different people to a Zoom meeting simply and just invite it out, post it on Facebook, post it on social media, and tell the parent, parents, regular school teachers, and talk about these topics that needs to be talked about so that you, we can build a better communities in each state so that we can come together and hear not only each other's um, opinions and what each other has to say, but actually do something, make a plan. Yeah and put it into effect before it's too late. Well, again, Devin Anderson, thank you for coming on the Preferable Podcast today. We are going to go to break. Stay right here on the Preferable Podcast because you do not want to miss my next guest. And he's going to give us a special performance at the end of this episode. Oh, yeah. Thank you, brother. Mr. Watkins, appreciate you, man. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for the chance. Um, if you do have another podcast, whatever the topic is, I'll be grateful, more than happy to get the yapping about it. So just let me know, man. Just let me know. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. If you would like to be a guest on a podcast episode, sponsor a episode, or play a commercial or ad from your LLC or business in an episode, you can email I am Jaden Watkins at gmail.com. That's I A M J A Y D E N W A T K I N S at gmail.com. You can go and sign up on jadenwatkins.com to receive notifications about the upcoming podcast episodes and all upcoming events for me, Jaden Watkins. My Welcome back to the Preferable Podcast. My next guest, Caleb Carroll, is 20 years old and he has a talent beyond his years. He's a native of Metro Detroit. Caleb has been singing since he was six years old getting his start in his church youth choir. Since then, Caleb has continued to develop in his craft, making his way onto the national stage in 2015 after being selected from a countrywide casting to perform America the Beautiful 
at the U.S. Open in New York City. Caleb has also performed at the America's Thanksgiving Parade and has sung the national anthem for basketball superstars. He recently released his debut single entitled Jesus In Me that has been streamed from all over the world. He is also going to talk with us today about another song that he is working on. Please welcome to the Preferable Podcast, Mr. Caleb Carroll. Hi, Caleb. How are you doing on today? I'm good, man. How about yourself? I'm doing good. So I know I talked a little bit about all your accomplishments at a such a young age. Yes, sir. Well, well first, what inspires you to do what you do, sing, be an example for the young and the old? Yeah, man. So um, I want to start by first saying, um, you know, my parents, you know, being in my life and kind of pouring into me at a young age has impacted me a, a, a lot because they uh, they helped me to see clearly what God has called me to do. And it encourages me and it helps me to, you know, just uh, see what's valuable in, in in worshiping God and just uh, being an example and just following God. And I, I, you know, I value that so much. And because, you know, God has, you know, placed me placed me on this earth for a reason, you know, and I I want to make the most of that. So, you know, God putting me on this earth with a purpose to, you know, live out um, the things that he has called me to do. And, you know, he's used my parents as an example and a way for me to continue, you know, doing what he has called me to do. That's wonderful. Your parents are your examples. What are some of the challenges that you may have faced have like when I started speaking during podcasting, um, all those kind of things, it was some people who was like, they too young. He was some people was like, I ain't gonna listen to them, they don't know what they talk about. So <laughs> ever have some of those people people say those kinds of things to you. One, how did that make you feel and what other challenges did you face? Yeah, uh, um so as like challenges like that you know i um i would say I, I grew up around a lot of adults and i don't i haven't like been said to verbally like uh, you shouldn't listen to him but i know sometimes you know uh the enemy could say certain things to you in your mind that could intimidate you uh, or intimidate me but um for the most part i just i kind of i believed in myself and um I value my parents' opinion above, or just people who speak life into me. I value their opinions um, more than anything else. So, you know, with and with that being said, I, uh, you know, I didn't really, I didn't try to focus on, you know, what other people had to say, but I focused on what God had to say, basically. And you know, other challenges I may I face, you know, in my life, um, I would say, you know. I've said this a couple of times, but it's something I'm, you know, I'm overcoming it because I, I, I was nervous to talk and stuff like that, you know, in front of people. You know, I would, you know, be with my cousins, I would be chilling, you know, talking perfectly fine. And, then, you know, just sometimes, you know, just talking in front of people, you know, I, I would get nervous, but that's something I'm overcoming and, you know, I'm getting way better at. And, you know, I just use that as a, you know, as a way for me to kind of inspire other people, whatever their fear is or whatever their challenges are. 
you know, I use that as a motivator to speak life into other people, you know, that they may have challenges, but in the end, you never know. God is made, he's using the things that you're nervous about. He can use those things to impact somebody's somebody else's life in a tremendous way. So that's why I, you know, I'm overcoming, you know, many challenges. There's many other challenges, you know, that I face, um, but, you know, through God, he helps me get through them um, in a, a positive way. So. That's a wonderful answer, y'all. You said everything that I wanted to say in this episode. So, huh? <laughs> so uh, yes, just embracing you. And even though you have those pitfalls, you could mm -hmm. possibly encourage someone else from your pitfalls, from your experiences. And to just chase after it. I love how vulnerable you are when you said that you're still overcoming it. You yeah. have, I still have some things I have to overcome. And you have some things you have to overcome. So we are work in progress. So to people who are listening, the young and the old, don't try to rush the process. The process has different stages. It has those up days. It has those down days. The days you want to give up. The days you want to slap somebody in the face. We're just going to be real. You, we're going to have some days. But listen, those good days, those days of success outweigh mm -hmm those bad days exactly now let's get more into what i like to call your career so mm -hmm. um uh, in Jan january you released your song entitled jesus in me tell us the process of releasing that song you know did mm -hmm. you get in get in the studio who wrote that powerful song and the message you want people to take away from it yeah man so I love that you say in the studio because I'm gonna get to that. Um, so, first the process, you know, I work with alongside um, two dudes, amazing dudes. One named Christian Hale and another dude Matt, named Matt Armstrong. So Christian Hale, he is the one who reached out to me through my website CalebCarroll.com, and he he ran across my YouTube videos and he was just impressed and he was like amazed at what he like what he saw, you know in my um, my youtube videos of me singing at church and just me doing covers and he doesn't necessarily he doesn't go reaching out to people he he like saw me and you know i feel like you know i know it was a god moment for him to you know have seen me in that in that in that way and um so that's when uh, my you know he emailed me or he contacted me again yeah through my website and my dad saw um you know um his message and my dad checked him out and he was like let's do this so we got in contact with him and the crazy part about this is um this was during you know at the start kind of this was after the pandemic had started so everything that took place was virtual so i, I got i met him virtually so i have not met him in person i met him virtually and we kind of chopped it up and that's when we got you know started get to uh, got to work and that's when I met Matt Armstrong, who he also uh, he he um, um, invited him to come and write with us. And you know, Matt Armstrong, he's an amazing writer. And that's when we collab for all virtually. So this is during the pandemic, and so I've not met them face to face, but we uh, we worked together on Jesus and Me, and it was just a crazy and amazing process of. Um, hearing the lord and what he had to say especially you know um because the message of this song speaks to the the chaotic times that we're in right now and 
you know, 2020 was a tragic year. And um, through that year, that's kind of where the birth, like what birthed this song. And, you know, just from, you know, just the pandemic causing, you know, people to, you know, go crazy and just which, you know, we use that time to reflect and write this song, Jesus in me to put the, the highlight on Jesus, knowing that if we have Jesus, um, we can make it through the dark times because Jesus, you know, we subject him just to our happy times and he's not, he can be in both our happy times and our dark times. So I, we want, I, you know, I wanted that to be the message that I spoke first and, um, you know, for people to understand that Jesus is, you know, what we need in, even in this dark world. So. Wow. <laughs> Great. So Jesus is all we need. Jesus lives in you, lives in me. He's everything we need. Now tell us about this new project that recently came out this month. Yeah. Authentic love is uh, an amazing single, um, which is highlighting God's love um, and how in this chaotic world, God's love is such a firm foundation that we should you know, build upon so that we can um, connect with other people in a, a, a God-driven way so God can really reach people. Because um, without love, the this world will be forever, you know, um, unstable and it will be forever like um, just crazy and because this the life the life that we live is 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 hard and you know it's so many things that can weigh down on you and um this song authentic love is a a um i feel like it's just um, an amazing song that can speak life into people who are you know may not have a lot of positivity in their life. And I, I want God to God's love to resonate in people's lives because that's what we, the world needs right now. And it is God's love. So, Some people, some young people out there may not feel love. Their parents mm -hmm. may not show them acts of love. Exactly. Uh, they may feel like they're all alone. Um, why is it so important that they know that jesus loves them and that's the only person they actually need to love them because saying it is different but when you're actually in that place of uh, mentally uh you feel like there's no love around because jesus is not a person we like to see visually he's in the spirit so what encouragement would you like to give maybe to a young person or maybe a adult out there who mm -hmm. is lonely and needs to wants to find love. Gotcha. Love is something that God created. And for us to take hold of that, you know, I heard this saying it's like the one let the one who created you define you. Or like let the one who created you let him lead you because um, us imperfect people can um, cause us to cause our minds to fall and rely on just the, the, the natural things of this world. And I just want people who don't feel loved or people who feel alone to know that God 
he's the one who created love and he wants to give it to you and like it, it may be hard to like find him at times but you know if you like truly seek him you you will see his face and you will truly see his love and um seeking him in a way that because he will lead other people that in your life that will who, who will give you love and it may not be by like your biological family it could be anybody that god has put on this earth that's why um you know that's the song authentic love is so important because if we take hold of that we can be a light to someone else who doesn't feel love um and we can be with someone even if they're not part of your family biologically but they're they're a part of god's family and that is where we find love is from the one who created it and the author and the finisher of our faith exactly amen i would say my, my the legacy i want to leave behind is a god-centered identity y'all make sure you go and download Kayla's music you can search up caleb carol on apple music and all of the other streaming platforms thank you for tuning in to the performal podcast season three episode two part one young people paving the way if you would like to be a guest on this podcast if you would like to be a sponsor or play your ad in this episode to keep this podcast going you can do that don't forget to donate so that we can keep this going it should pop up on your screen through paypal w jaden one that's w j a y d e n one or you can go to cash out i am jaden watkins tune in next week to catch a new episode on the preferable podcast i will and never stop making this world more preferable now here is caleb carol singing jesus in me i see you working even in the breaking the darkness surrounding your hope shines through a friend like no other closer than a brother father defender your hope shines through your mercy you're your mercy
Cause life can be fake 